Blog Talk Radio. You know that I got it Anytime you desire Hustle always ain't stopping We live with that ending fire Fire You just wait to the point No chaser No false facts and no faker Cast her on your way That entertainment loser That exigent inspiration Put it all to the side To the west To everyone in this nation Never be good at celebration With a girl in motion And an RP4 Switching the keyboard Feel no sleep Giving the game on all we know So would you please pay attention Cause if they're running on their own, trying to get it Need an idea how to make your wishes Hit it from the soul, trying to do it in your head Even if you can't lose, if you've been better than bruised This is exclusive for you, these are the tools We about to bring you the screws, and it before it was cool Saturday night, girl, come here with me And so desire, run with rich and messy Saturday fire, fire Saturday fire, fire Yo, what's good? Y'all tuning in to another episode of Indie Fire. I'm Rich. I got my girl Nikia on. Nikia, you on? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, how you doing? To the point of yes. no return right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What's going on? Talk to me. What's going on? I'm just, I, I got a lot on my plate right now. Just a whole lot. And, um... I don't like to be disorganized and seem like, you know, I'm, I can't function. And right now that's kind of how I feel. Like I am very disorganized and dysfunctional, you know, like I I live by the same routine every single day, but there's just so much. It's like, there's not enough hours. Like I need another 16 hours in a day, like for one, cause I need to sleep. I haven't slept like really good. In, in a month, like I'm averaging like an hour to two hours per night, and that's I can't function off of that, you know. And then, you know, band yeah. practice let's, let's just back up. <laughs> band practice is three days a week, right? Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Yeah, so I literally run in, like, I leave band practice early to be able to, you know, make the show, which is no um, fault of the show, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I actually. Right. Started the show around a band's schedule last year, but I feel like everything I do is around somebody else's schedule. You know what I mean? Like getting kids to school on time—that's around their schedule. Like band, I, my even my hours at work is around my kids' schedule. So I'm just—and you know, when I say just the disorganized part, like our guest for today, when I tell you, I don't know if she's been listening to the past few shows or if she's seen us talk about the past few shows or what. But she is, our guest today is in Chile, and, or Chile, and she is, has been very adamant about getting, you know, being able to call in 
getting on the show. We we contacted Jake in the UK. I've contacted another artist. Thank you, Sassy, in the UK. You know, just to figure out what we can do to get her on and everything that we've done from all different kinds of apps, from WhatsApp to Zoom to FaceTime, audio, you name it, we can't get her on this show. So I feel like that's something. And I even reached out to our platform um, earlier today, and I know it takes them like 24 hours to respond to find out, you know, is there anything, is there any other way that she can connect? I think this is something that they need to work out on their end because this is, like, you can't even, like, I've tried, like, doing three-way calls on one phone and trying to connect her on another phone, and you can't do it. Like, it's it's insane. So I'm going to be stressed because I'm, I'm messaging her now. You know, we're messaging back and forth, but I don't have any way to get her on live. Like, it's going to make her energy sound worse anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at right now. Like, that's where I'm at. Man, I'm just tired. Yeah, I need to, it's a whole lot, you know, and it's not like the it. where I'm at, and um, I'm supposed to be seeing Miguel and Division perform on Friday night, and then I have the Cowboy thing on Sunday, but my, my the person that's going me to the Cowboys game his nephew was born on Tuesday, and the nephew has, like, an underdeveloped lung or something, and they just flew him out to, mm. you know, a larger hospital. So it's like I'm stuck going to the game by myself. Who does that, you know? I already got a three-hour job to get to the game. Who does that? Like, our whole weekend is jacked up, not because the nephew was born and he has issues. I'm just saying. It's just, you know, there's <laughs> a lot going on. And I thought, you know, I, this weekend I should be able to just breathe a little bit, you know what I mean, just – I don't have to worry about the kids because I'm leaving the kids, and you know I don't have to worry about anything. Like homework is all caught up, and just, I, I'm gonna get a moment to just breathe, you know. And I'd be damn, I'm not gonna get that moment to just breathe. Like I need to exhale, you know. Just and I just can't do that. So I'm thinking what we, what I want to do right now is, or you know, cause I I can't I can't get a connected like. Today, I can't do that. So I'm thinking, um, unlike artists who just don't show up or whatever, I do want to read her bio. We talked a little bit yes, a little bit yesterday, and I know a little bit, you know, um, a little bit more about her that she, she mentioned in her bio. Play her music and somehow figure out how to um, pre-record a show and plot her in on another day. Because, like I said, she has been back and forth with Donovan, like, all week, um, all last week. And, you know, she's been promoting the show like crazy, and she's excited. And, you know, she does have a platform that's a little, I won't say, well, it's a little different than from the majority of the artists that we've had on the show, at least the ones who, who, who've been, you know, forthcoming with all of their information, and, and most of them have. But her platform is a little different. And so I do want to talk to her about, you know, that. So I do want to read her bio, play her music, you know, and talk about the things that we discussed yesterday and uh, let her know that we will be, you know, doing a pre-recorded show so that we can get her interview live on Indie Fire. I know, like I said, she's been promoting, so I know she has fans that are listening. Uh, With her being 
from California, but she's been in Chile for the past 17 years. So, you know, she mm. has uh, family in the States and uh, followers and fans in the States too who may be listening. So I do want to put that out there that we are going to do another show, pre-record that show, and then be able to play our interview um, here. So what's been going on with you? Um, My life hasn't been as hectic. I've been sick. I've been sick like the last few days. I know something well, um, to be going. I haven't talked to you. Yeah, I, you know, yeah. we talk, I know. I, because I've been so busy, I haven't been like, oh, with you, when your feelings, what's going on, Because I've been so busy. Like, I shoot you some shit every now and again, but and I don't even, yeah. Are you feeling better now? Yeah. No? Nah, I'm still kind of, I'm, I'm getting better. You know, I'm still kind of a little sick. You know, besides that, um, you know, Rebel Project out, it's been, it's been great feedback. On that, um, a new show dropped under Global Money Radio, Nikki B and Friend. That's exciting. And, of course, um, the audio book that's coming, I'm listening to it now. It, 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 it's a great read so far. I haven't finished it yet, but that's definitely coming soon as well. And a compilation album, Peace Crisis in the Field, this week, writing the lead song um, for the compilation that we're dropping as well. And so that's all I got right now. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, I can tell. You do sound kind of nasally congested. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you must have passed that shit on to me because last night at work, or was it last night? I think it was last night, but I thought I was dying. Um, I didn't know what was going on. Like, all of a sudden, most of the time I walk around in the days anyway. Um, but last night, like, my head just started spinning, and I'm sitting at my desk like, what, what is what is going on? You know, and I dimmed the lights a little bit, and it seems like uh, that just that made it worse. The next thing I know, like one side of my whole head is just stopped up, and I'm like, oh, I can't be, I can't be sick, and I'm, I'm like contributing to that, contributing all of this I'm going through now is the fact that I can't get no sleep. You know what I mean? I just, um, no sleep, always running, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, life, life so, don't slow you down. When it needs to. That's what I took it as. Yeah, that happened to me a couple of years ago. And I, and I probably think that's probably the last time I actually had a real break. Um, My chest started hurting like crazy. And then I started having breathing issues. And I went to, you know, my doctor and, and she was like, oh, no, no, no. You know, you have like, um, like a sinus infection is what she said. And for like a week, I had this sinus infection that only got worse and worse and worse. And I'm thinking, you know, no, like, my chest hurts. When I talk, my chest hurts. When I breathe, my chest hurts. You know, and so finally I said, you know, I'm just going to go to the ER, which is I live in the ER. I'm going to go to the ER and see what's going on. And they were like, they took the chest x-ray, and they were like, you have pneumonia. You have walking pneumonia. And I was like, oh, no, I have a sinus. Yeah, same thing happened you know? to my cousin. No, you have walking pneumonia, you know, and that laid me out for, I know, three weeks. You know, my mom had to come here and um, help me with the kids. Uh, and that's that's the last real break that I've had, and I want to say that was like two years ago. So your body does have a way of letting you know when you need to rest, um, and I think mine may be getting there. But other than that, um, I'm trying to think anything that's, that's really going on, like music-wise on my side. Um, 
know, there's a lot. There's a lot. Because people are hitting me up, you know, to do different things. Um, and I'm, I don't I don't want to tell anybody no because I want to do everything. Like, I want to be a part of everything, um, a contributing editor to a magazine, um, uh, a fashion designer just started a line that was um, just debuted in Macy's, and she wants me to do promo for her. And I'm just, you know, just different opportunities that I'm all excited about. But I, when I look at my calendars, and I'm just like, where? Where am I going to squeeze it in, you know? Yeah. Where am I going to squeeze it in? Cause she, is, she is really adamant about getting on. <laughs> we could try this. I don't know if it's going to work, but... um. I do want to play a song by her. Uh, this is Alice. Our guest tonight would have been Alice, the pop singer and songwriter, um, born in California but raised in Chile. Uh, she currently lives there, but she will be moving back to L.A. next year. So I asked her, you know, how did you get, how did you get there, you know? And she was like, well, my mother is Chilean. My father's from the States, but my mother's Chilean. So um, she did go on to talk about how, you know, her both parents were in Cali and um, something happened. Uh, some, something, I don't want to say like the Civil War, or the, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, because that was like yeah. way that went. But it was something to that nature. Something happened in California and her mother decided, you know, this is not the place that I want to be and I want to raise my children. And so they moved back to Chile and she's been there for the past 17 years. Uh, she was on The Voice in Chile in 1919. In 2016, she sings in both languages, which she did state that sometimes that could be a good thing uh, for some to be bilingual and be able to, you know, sing in uh, both languages. Now, I don't know. Maybe that's just over there that it that it has like a negative impact because you know over here you have Ozuna, you have Bad Bunny, you have J Balvin. You know, um, you have Nicki Jam, you got Cardi B, you got people that are singing, you know, and rapping and, and you know, being multilingual or bilingual um, and doing it. So maybe it's just over there where it's frowned upon. But we welcome you back over here, you know, to uh, bring your sound in, in both languages. Um, he has been the closing act to the Pride March for the past two years in Madrid in 2017, in Santiago, Chile in 2018. So he, he states that her aesthetic is inspired by drag, um, and her message is of strength and of self-love. And, and it's very clear, and it is. It's very clear on all of her social media where she stands. And so that's, I wanted to talk to her about that. Because, you know, we, I don't think we've, we've had anyone on the show where um, they, we've had Billy D, you know, who, who talked about the body positivity and everything. Um, I think Kane Sosa talked about um, being able to level himself up so that he not only sounds the part, but looks the part as well. I don't know if you follow him or not, but he's, he's doing it. Like, he's, he got, his body is not where he wants it to be, but... He's like, you know, I'm looking so much better. So he's, he's trying to give his fans and followers the total package. Um, but her platform is just, you know, it's one that we never, we haven't touched upon on the show. And so I definitely wanted to talk to her about that. Her father, Lenny Weinrib, was a voiceover actor in Hollywood. He brought characters to life, such as Scrappy Doo. Do you remember Scrappy Doo? 
Yeah, I remember. Yep. That was that. That's her pop. Um. I know. I was reading that earlier. That's crazy. Yeah. So uh, she's also the lead singer to a rock band that she founded six years ago called the Slick Leslies. And she was saying, you know, she had no intentions of staying in Chile all of this time, but you know, things started happening. She got into a relationship, and she thought the relationship was going to be solid, and then it fell apart, and then she started the band, and now, you know, they're doing good. And so, uh, but she she has decided that 2019, she's coming back to the States. So, uh, without further ado, I want to play I'm Bitter by Alex.
And that was Bitter by Alex. I'm going to try something and see if this works. Hey, hey. Rich, can you hear her? Yeah, I can hear her. She on? Yep, I'm here. <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> Dope. So we just played Bitter. Awesome. And... I'm kind of blown away by Bitter. Like, I don't I don't remember what the first song was that I heard by you, but it wasn't uh-huh. that one. It wasn't that one. And it wasn't Glory either. Um, Maybe it was but, Janet? Was I on a motorcycle? Yes. Okay, that's Janet. Yes. And I was like, damn, who is she? <laughs> Very cool. That's exactly the reaction I want. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're trying to make this work. We did say that we would bring her back uh, on a pre-recorded show, but we're trying to make this work tonight while we have her on with yeah. us now. So um, I've already read your bio, and I talked a little bit about, um, you know, what has kept you there for so long, you know, the, the new relationship and the relationship going south and then, you know, the, the new band. Um, but yeah. what I want to talk about, and I was, you know, saying to our listeners as well as to Rick, Mm-hmm. Everyone comes on the show and they have their own, you know, different platform, um, something that they are passionate about. And yeah. in reading your bio, you know, you stated that your aesthetic is inspired by drag, your message of strength and self-love is clear. Yeah. That you've performed at Pride, you know, for the past two years. Yeah. Um, so talk to me about your platform. Yeah, basically, like, so my main message would be, I kind of, I was, I was bullied the shit out of the school <laughs> because I didn't speak Spanish and then I was super overweight and I don't know, you know, so I kind of want to be, I want to be the queen of the bullies, the queen of the freaks and just send out a message that you have to be yourself, you have to be unique, you have to like lose the fear of whatever anyone might say, you know, and just, you know, life is short, just. And I also, I love drag because drag allows you to be several characters and be goofy and be sexy and be whoever you want to be. And also it's kind of a deal, you know, drag is a shield from all that because it's like, oh, you're going to mock the pink hair? Fine. And I'll use orange hair, you know, and you'll just mix it up. And it's like, you're all shielding yourself. And and it's also very theatrical and I like it a lot. Yeah. So that's basically my, my message of just like being brave, being brave. And standing up for yourself. How did you get asked to perform at Pride? Um, I I got asked to perform in Pride in Madrid uh, because they heard Glory, uh, and they really liked it. And I I was nervous because I'm like they're not going to give me a chance because there's nothing of me singing live online, and they're not going to put me on stage if there's nothing you know that proves that I won't make a mess out of their show. But they were like, they believed in me and someone else on the team who knew me. They were like, dude, believe in her. Like, she, she can perform it live. And they actually gave me a pretty sweet spot at closing night uh, in uh, World Pride in Madrid last year. It was awesome. It was really, really beautiful. I felt like Rolling Stone on that stage all by myself. I had no backup dancers, no nothing, and it was awesome. It was really, really cool. And also based on that, uh, I got offered Pride here in Chile, and I was the closing act in front of, like, 100,000 people here in Pride in Chile. 
and that was also outstanding. It was like an ocean of people, and it blew my mind. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. Wow. You said 100,000 people? Yep. Wow, that's incredible. Yep, that was this year in June. Wow. That was that was beautiful. Yeah, that's gonna be hard to that's gonna be hard to top off. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I think even if I told people like I'm giving out free money, I wouldn't even be able to gather that much people, <laughs> that many people. Wow. So do you prefer do you prefer um, studio or performing? I love it all. I love building the outfits and putting together the photo shoots. I love being in the studio because it's very demanding. And I also love performing. You know, it's so energetic. You give everything. And it's so, it has so much to do with the energy of the crowd. People don't even realize how important it is for us on stage, for them to be screaming and singing our lyrics and just there with us, you know, because when the audience is just like having a drink and not paying attention, it's, it's much more difficult. But when they're there with you, oh my God, it's like, it's a totally different experience. Like making love to the audience is very different. <laughs> hmm. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to keep it PG-13. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm trying to think why I never, you know, I never was a performer. If it's like making love to the audience, because, you know, I <laughs> I love making love. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, take us back to when all of this first started for you. Music? Yeah. Wow. I have never had a life without music. Um, I, I don't know if you actually read this in my bio, but my dad uh, was a voiceover actor, and he's the voice to Frankie Do. Yes. Yeah, Fred Linson Jr. and a lot of other voices. So he basically started, like, when I started speaking, he started teaching me how to play with my voice and just be different characters and and make a voice like I'm old and act like I'm a fairy and like I have a deep voice and then have like a really hot voice. And, you know, like he started to teach me how to play with my voice and just treat it as a toy, you know? He also taught me how to act and stuff. And he, I think the most valuable thing he taught me is like, it doesn't matter if you make a mistake, like with your pitch or your range or anything on stage, it's not about those notes. It's about connecting and it's about telling a story. He was like, and Elvis and Risa, she rest in peace. They told a story, you know, and that's how you connect with the audience, regardless of the language or whatever. So I started, basically, I started speaking. It's like music has always been a part of my life. And I realized with the Little Mermaid singing like Disney songs, especially with that movie, I felt this drug and this adrenaline rush in my body. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to feel this forever. I remember that. I think I was like four or six, almost four or six years old. And I was like, I need to, I, I need to never let go of this sensation, you know. And it still hasn't gone away. I feel every time I'm on stage, every time I'm in the studio, you know, it's, it's my longest lasting lover of <laughs> music. <laughs> How would you describe your musical style? Energetic. Energetic and brave. And I don't know. I just try to always keep it real. I try to always act like I'm ripping out pages from a diary and sharing it with people because I thought, you know what? Yeah, it's scary. It's scary to open up so much, but at the same time, if I don't, if I'm not real and I don't make it cathartic and I don't tell you guys the truth, then I'm never gonna really give something, you know. Because I remember artists when I was when I was growing up, 
they made a difference in my life, you know. Arms like uh, I remember Chester Bennington from Lincoln Park. Also yeah. Made me rest in rest peace. In peace. Uh, his voice and his lyrics, they got me through puberty, you know. So I want to be that to, to little girls, to little girls being bullied and little boys. And a lot of people already, they've written to me and they're like, your, your bravery and you being colorful and you being honest with us, it makes us want to be honest and energetic and, you know, and just like, you know, fuck the world and let's fuck the world together. You know what I mean? It's like uh, just keeping it real. And I, I, I just basically sing about whatever I want to sing about. And I love, I love rock. So you, I have a lot of rock in my voice, but electro pop really speaks to me because you can just play with it, you know, and do whatever you want. So, yeah, basically, I don't know, just raw energy, <laughs> powerful female vocals. I don't know. It's hard to define yourself, to describe yourself. So. And in what way would you say that your music that you're putting out now has evolved from when you first started writing music? I think when I first, it's evolved a lot, because I think when I first started writing music, I was uh, much more afraid, you know, of uh, how people were going to take it, if they were going to like it, and just also, like, my image, and is this, you know, am I going to be, because you want to be, like, you want to look tough, but you don't want to look too tough, and you want to look cute, but you don't want to be too sexy, and it's Mm -hmm. like, all these things, like, having all these things in your mind, in the end, you end up being nothing because you're too worried. And then I remember I just, after having the Flick Leslie's all these years, I just started Alice. I became Alice, you know, and I just, I said, you know what? Whatever. I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm going to be silly. I do a star on my face because the rainbow bright every time I sing, you know, and I keep it very cartoonish. And I'm just, the minute I just said, you know what, I'm just going to be myself, I stopped being afraid. You know, I think you have to learn how to, move with fear, not stop being afraid, you know, just learn how to live with it. Now, would you say that um, having to, quote-unquote, find yourself and just be yourself, um, was that a barrier for you at one time? Um, well, maybe, especially because what I said, because of the bullying. Like, um, I've always been myself and been wasted, and that's why I was an outcast. But, uh yeah, maybe it was a little bit of a barrier of actually letting people in, you know, and letting people know about your, your fears and your dreams and your desires. And you're like, well, I, you know, you're afraid of putting it out there. But you realize after you talk to hundreds of people in your life that everybody has is going through the same thing. Everybody's scared. Everybody wants a better life. You know, everybody wants, everybody wants this impossible balance, you know, that we're all looking for. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I stopped caring. I don't know. I stopped caring. I mean, about what someone might say, you know, if they don't like it, it's, it's cool. It's fun, you know, it's just real. You know, I'm just a product of my imagination. I'm not a product of what someone else thought I should. <laughs> now, with your, with your imagination, uh, do you have an alter ego? Well, actually, uh, Alice is my alter ego. Um, and, uh, yeah, I created her, and I wanted her aesthetic and her everything to be fearless, you know? I needed her to be fearless, so I wasn't afraid anymore. Um, her alter, my alter ego perk was this super, like, it, it's like I want to be like a drag superhero. That's kind of like the deal, you know? 
always be mixing it up with the wigs and the style and the, and the shoes and just being very outrageous, but at the same time be a voice for women like me, women who sing, and anyone who wants to take on anything, you know? And Alice is basically, Alice's name is actually my story. Because because of my dad, I came from a cartoon background, and my favorite cartoon is Alice in Wonderland. And my favorite band, because I come from Rock is Alice in Chains, so I united those two Alices, and I kept an eye from each world. So that's why it's Alice with two eyes. That's why it's two eyes. Exactly. Yes. So Alice is basically my story. It's, it's hidden within the name. You know, my whole, ba- my whole background is hidden within my alter ego name. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You talked about glory. Um, what what was your the inspiration behind writing that? Glory was actually the first song I wrote um, about love, you know. But it was it was about love about a person, but it was also about hope, you know, not giving up and jumping into a war in the sense of. of, of not being afraid of chaos and just jumping into something and defending yourself and defending the people that you love and that person that you love and just, it's just about hope and love. Yeah. It's a really honest song that I wrote. Uh, I wrote it in Brazil and uh, I had a very intense romance back then. And it was, yeah, it was basically just a song about hope and belief and he was afraid, and I was afraid. I was just like, I'm going to write this to just encourage us both and just to jump in, you know, two feet in, not test the water first, and just be brave. So that was, that's what Glory's about. Well, we hope that Glory inspires um, some other new loves out there. Oh, totally. We're going to play that now. This is Glory by Alex. Awesome.
That was Glory by Alice. I like that. I like that. Thanks. I, I think we have a caller. I think we have a caller. Very cool. Yeah, let's get them on. Hello. Hey, caller, you on? Yes, yes, hello. Hi, how are you? Yes. Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Who do we have on? Awesome. Uh, Sammy. Sammy. Hi. Hi. Yeah, um, I just wondering a couple of things. Um, well, first off, I just want to say that uh, I, I just recently uh, um, discovered uh, Alice uh I don't know, a few months ago and whatnot, and and it just it's so amazing the, the way she performs and her energy and the fact that she can do the uh, the pop and then and switch back and and sound just as fantastic or you know even better sometimes doing the rock and um, and I guess my question would be is uh, does she prefer one or the other or uh, is it is it a big transition to go from one performance to the other? Side, you know, I don't, I don't know 
you know, I can't speak for all your fans, but I'm sure that anybody that is a fan of yours appreciates what you do. And, and as you said, um, you know, they have, they have their own mind. They listen to you because they, they love listening to you. Right. So um, we yeah. appreciate it for sure. Thank you so much. And there's a lot more coming soon. So please, please stay tuned. <laughs> well, we will, we will for sure. Um, and awesome. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to monopolize your time on here, um, but I definitely uh, want to put a request in that uh, you, you, you come to Canada sometime. <laughs> I will. As soon as I can, I'll come to Canada. <laughs> awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank you for calling. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, that was awesome. like, like, how does that make you feel? Like, just knowing that, like, you touch people and just make them feel good. Like, how does that make you feel? Just hearing those compliments. But in the morning, that makes me like on those days when, because you know, even even people in my family tell me, you know, that music is like a suicide mission, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. uh, thank you. Yeah, I know. And. uh people support and people just telling you, oh my God, we want to hear more and we're so entertained by like the pictures and the stories and the lyrics and when people connect, it's just, it, it makes you want to keep going. It makes you believe. It makes you think like, okay, if I can connect with 10 people, I can connect with 50. And if 50 people like it, they'll tell other people, you know, I just want, I need it to be word of mouth in the end because a friend who worked in marketing even told me, like he said, there's two ways to do it. You either have a huge budget and you're on the sides of buses and stuff, and you can be everywhere because you have the money, or it still needs to be word of mouth, and you need to put it on the fans. Exactly. So, That's yeah, so it's like, I was like, okay, so I can't opt to option A because there's no money, so let's do uh, let's do door number two, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so that's basically, it keeps me going. It keeps me going for real. Like, little by little, people are connecting with my music, and I only have three singles out and some awesome remixes done by some DJs in America and in Europe, and I want to do more. I'm writing a lot more, and I had a couple of bumps in the road this year, but I'm going to be releasing some more stuff. I'm moving back to L.A., and a lot of great stuff is coming, I promise. Just need everyone not to look away because it's going to happen quick. (laughs) If you blink, you might miss it. Exactly. Yeah, so, um, like, I'm glad, like, you brought it up. You know, like, um, you just mentioned, like, you had a couple setbacks. Like, what is, like, some of your biggest challenges as an artist? And, like, how do you overcome those challenges? Wow. Um, I've had a lot, a lot of challenges. I mean, I don't know. We could talk about all all kinds of challenges. First, like, budgets of not being able to record where you want to record or have things sound or look the way you want them to because you don't have a certain budget and sadly you know people are always like they're watching Beyonce videos and then they kind of expect the same from so and you're like but I can't (laughs) you know and uh, I don't know like from yeah and uh like I said like my weight issues when I was little and I was like I don't want to be looked at or judged because of that you know I don't want I, I, I never wanted my weight to be an issue you know I want my voice and my lyrics to be an issue but it was just yeah it's been like budget and criticism and also here in Chile singing in English which is my first language and trying to sing people don't understand the lyrics that I'm singing but a lot of people mm. do speak in English it's, it's been 
yeah, the language barrier and uh, just lots of stuff and trying to get people to go to shows and it gets it gets exhausting, you know? It gets exhausting because you have bills to pay and and it gets difficult, you know, like reminding people one by one to come to the show and people start to the show because they want to, but it's it, anyone who's ever been a musician understands the hassle, you know, and how difficult it is to put something together and to deal with the venues and just, you have to be, I'm, I'm my own everything. I'm my own manager and stylist and songwriter and, I, you know, and my own assistant. And it's, yeah, I have to be, I have to kind of be like an octopus woman and it gets, it gets a little tiring. So that's why when the fans write to you and they're just like, oh my God, keep going. You're like, yes, <laughs> somebody's listening. Let's do it. Yeah. Yes, and I yeah. remember somebody saying one time, they say either you're going either you need a lot of money or you need a lot of time. So if you don't have money you gotta spend yeah. so much time, you know, just to I try to exactly. get things enough going. Time. There's not enough time in the day. I know, right? Oh, oh my god. So I need to I get was, my I, money I up. Telling, <laughs> yeah. I was telling my, my best friend who's actually here with me, I was telling him uh a few weeks ago, I was like, I wish I could sleep only like four hours a night so I could do more in my day. And he was like, what, do you want to write songs at 3 in the morning and 5 in the morning? And I'm like, yes, exactly. Like, you know, I want to be at the piano, and I want to be cooking and doing stuff, and just I want to be active all day. Like, I'm like, shit, why do I have to sleep eight hours a night? What am I, you know? What? I wish I could get eight hours of sleep. No, I mean, oh. you know what I mean. Like, why do we? Why are we supposed to get eight <laughs> right, hours? Right, right. not like we actually do. Why are we supposed to? Why do we need it? Why are we so damn fragile? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I always want to do more. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big perfectionist, and sometimes it's a problem. That's also been a bump in the road for me, like being very demanding with myself because I've always thought, like, until you get where you want to be, you can't stop. Right. So I, 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 you know, so I'm always like, great, I did this, so now I, okay, now I'm the next milestone, and I need to do more, and I, I wrote this song, now I need to do another one. And, and you know, people are, nowadays are also hungry for content. So you do a photo shoot, which takes a lot of planning and buying and stuff, People are like, great, we liked it. Now what else do you have? And you're like, well, wait, I just released exactly. that. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, give, give it a minute. Let it simmer, you know? So, yeah, that's, that's, it's just been getting used to the pressure of, like, the balance between what people expect and what you expect from yourself and just making it all coexist. Yeah. So, what is... What is your ultimate goal with your music? Like, if you can write the storybook ultimate win for you, what would that be for you? I would, I would like to continue to keep my message super sincere and and reach as many people as possible and just actually touch lives and have me and be like, thanks to a certain song that you wrote, I was able to face this person at school or I was able to get out of bed or go for that job that I wanted, you know, just like reach people way beyond just like people in music, just like people doing anything, just reminding people to try to be happy, to take risks. And that's my ultimate goal, just to reach as many people that I can and just make them happy. And sometimes people are like, I listen to your songs at the gym, they get me going. I, I dance to your songs, right? I love singing them because I can belt them out and it makes me feel better. Just like anything, just connecting. My goal, my ultimate goal is to connect and to go as far as my music will allow me to go. That's dope. 
right, and then we got oh, just one more final question. And what's sure. next for you? What can people expect next from you? Okay. What people can expect next is a lot, a lot more energy, a lot more looks. I just came back from Barcelona. I have a little team there of friends who are the most talented, like, makeup artists and photographer and director. And uh, they all pitched in, and they were like, don't just, like, pay us in love. And let's just play. Let's have fun. Let's all unite our ideas. And we did a ton of photo shoots that I'm going to start releasing little by little. And we did a little promo for one of my upcoming singles, working on like six or seven new songs in the studio right now before I move back to L.A. So there's like a lot, a lot more stuff coming. I'm really excited. I'm really excited because the music's also going to get, it's going to get a little more dark. It's going to get a little more weird. It's also going to get happier and sexier. I, I want to take it there, you know? I took it there before, but I want to. I, I, I always want to push it. So I'm going to be releasing a lot of new stuff and hopefully performing in L.A. as soon as I hit the ground. I'm going to hit the ground, the ground running, so I'm really excited. Really, really excited. Well, we look forward to uh, being able to see you live. Rich and I are going to be in L.A. in, is it June, Rich, or July? June? We're coming it's to June. L.A. in June for the DET Music Awards. So, we are going to be looking for you so that we can see you perform live. If not for nobody but us, um, we're going to be looking for you when we touch down please, in L.A. Please do. Either if it's a show or a cup of coffee, nothing would make me happier. We want to open up the floor now to yeah. allow you to give all of the social media and contact information out to our listening audience, to your fans, your followers, those who are listening now, and those who may come back and listen at a later date. The floor awesome. is yours. Awesome. Hey, guys. So, if you want to pump up your week and just be who you are, please follow me in my adventures at Alice Official. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And watch my videos on my Vivo channel. Also, it's Alice with two eyes on YouTube. And I'm always posting stuff. And you can hear me on on iTunes. And I'm on Spotify. So, just connect with me. And I'm going to be posting a lot more stuff soon. Everybody needs a dose of Alice in their life. Like, when I came on the show, I was very discouraged because I didn't think we were going to get you on. I had no idea. No, I couldn't come up with any other solution. And, like, I tried to do both phones and was catching a little feedback. So I was like, that's not going to work either. Um, and I was just really discouraged because I, I, I don't like to seem like I can't function. And I felt like I was not functioning properly because here we are, we're live, and my guest is trying to get on, you know. But I'm glad that everything just worked out. But everybody does need a shot of Alice in their life because, you know, you not only inspired me but motivated me just a little bit more. Um, and, yeah, everybody needs a shot of Alice in their cup every day. So I might have to call I you every it. day and be like, hey, hey, wake me up. Get me motivated, you know. Hey, go for it. Go for it. You got my number. <laughs> Rich, what you got? Shout out. Uh, yeah, real quick, you know, of course, shout out to the greatest host ever, Nakia. Um, thank you to Alice, you know, for giving us your time and sharing your art with us. It's truly appreciated. Um, of course, shout out to the whole Global Money family, and that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for having me on. I had a blast, and I, I appreciate it. Like I said, I appreciate all the support and, and you guys listening in and, and appreciating my music. It means 
it means the world and beyond to me, really. She's a phenomenal artist. We look forward to having you back on the show when you drop new music. Um, and, again, linking up with you next year in L.A. I want to give my shout-out sure. um, to the world's greatest co-host. I hope you feel better. I don't like it when you're down. Um, to my Thank children, you. everybody's officially back in school. Thank you, Jesus. So the <laughs> house is a little quieter during the daytimes now. Um, but just shout-out to all of the fans, followers, our listening audience, um, those who support us on every uh, platform, um, Spreaker, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, those that are listening into Indie Fire, those that are listening into He Said, She Said on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, those that are listening to Coach 88 on Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and Global Money Radio at 6 p.m. on Saturdays Eastern Standard Time. I think I got it. Rich already gave you what was going on um, over at Global Money. We got Nikki uh, and Friends, the new show, um, the audio book, uh, Rebel Cruise Code just dropped last Friday, so you should be on that. You should really be on it. Um, and that's, that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. So until Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, uh, on He Said, She Said, we're tuning out for the night. Bye. Bye, guys. You guys. Have a great night. Have a great well. night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.